0: Welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace, and with me is the croaky, sultry, (laughs) kind of sexy tones of Emma.
1: Um, Yeah, so as you may have heard, (laughs) or not heard from us last week, I sent Grace a message just being like, I don't think I can record. And I'm glad I didn't, because before Grace had responded, I had already passed out in bed, because I was so sick. Um, But... I have lost my voice and um, basically I've just got what lots of people have around us, which is a virus, not uh, COVID. I've tested myself every day for seven days. It's not that. Um, The joyous part is that when you're pregnant, you can't actually take very much um, to resolve. So I've had Vicks Vaporub. Suders mm. um, got the blackcurrant flavour and nasal spray, Elite. which is basically a saline solution. <laughs> so, oh, I'm Panadol. Like, okay, I've had Panadol. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, the Panadol's been really helpful.
0: But, but um, um, I can yeah. imagine not enough.
1: No, and no. Um, yeah. So I've been really, really unwell, and actually worse than I was when I did had COVID. So it was kind of like it's, it's been a very yeah. weird week covid was a walk in the park yeah like easy so um hopefully i don't cough too much and i'll we'll try and edit it out as much as possible um but we do want to try and make it as obviously the podcast goes it sort of flows nicely so if we have to like cut out all the coughing it might just be like this jagged yeah but
0: different like tone shifts and stuff like that um we'll see how we go
1: we'll see
0: but anyway um, let's jump into something good yes you have some good news for me
1: i do It's super adorable. Um, Nice. It's a baby animal story, which we all love. Um, They are the cutest ones. Yes. So, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to cough. (coughs) Excuse me. A baby giraffe born in a U.S. zoo with life-threatening leg condition has been fitted with a customized human medical grade leg braces to help her walk. Mm. Um, They've named her a name and they have not given us any insight to how to pronounce it. Um, okay. It's M S I T U N I. It's a lot of vowels. I would just say you wouldn't pronounce the M. Setuni? Oh, yeah, true. Setuni um, was born on February 1st in the San Diego Zoo um, and with her front limbs bending the wrong way. So they're meant to bend one way, they've gone the other way. The Safari Park yeah. um, staff feared that she could die if they didn't immediately correct her condition. Which could prevent her from nursing and walking around um, the habitat. So um, they had no experience fitting a baby giraffe with a brace, which I'd assume is a very normal sentence. And um, <laughs> that proved especially challenging when, given she was already one hundred and seventy-eight centimeters tall um, as a newborn. So that's taller than me when she when she was born. Yeah, that's taller than me. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they reached out to experts in orthodontics um, um, where this gentleman called Ara Zeria, yeah. landed his very first animal patient. Over the past three decades this person has fitted braces from everyone from the Paralympics to children with scoliosis but never animals let alone a newborn giraffe. Um, so he said it was pretty surreal when I first heard about it uh, talking to the Associated Press this week during a tour um, to meet set um the giraffe who was struggling alongside the other giraffes with um with no troubles so he said of course all i did was go online and study giraffes for the next 24 hours seven seven 24/7 until they got there and anyway um there is a video of um the giraffe walking with these braces on and it's kind of it kind of is like gallopy cuteness yeah um obviously you can tell that it's not like a normal giraffe gait i guess is the best way of um yeah yeah explaining it but um obviously as the giraffe gets older um and bigger they'll have to adjust that and hopefully that the brace does what it needs to do and that the giraffe will be able to have a normal life at the zoo
0: yeah so i'll definitely share that video yeah. To our newsfeed on Wednesday, cause yeah. super cute. If you haven't seen it, it's been all over the news though. So, surely people have seen it. Yeah.
1: But it actually makes it look like the giraffe is fake, like the giraffe. Yeah, is it weird. looks like yeah, Rather like than definitely like some disc- animatronics. Yeah. so yeah. Um. It's it's a weird. It's a weird visual, but it's also like, oh, you can do it. Like you can do it. Yeah. So. You got this. You got this. <laughs> yes. Super cute. So very adorable. Nice. Grace, what is your weekly win for yourself this week? I mean, you could probably extend uh, back for two weeks if you'd like to, but uh, this week. Oh, yeah.
0: Third. I've got one for this week, and it's quite a selfish win on my behalf, I think. Oh, um, basically, I just didn't catch COVID this week, where Jack's had it. And
1: oh.
0: Yeah. So we, last weekend, um, so Mother's Day weekend here, we went up to Sydney to visit his family. And previously, before that weekend, he'd been away from work, and one by one, everyone he went away with just started testing positive, Mm. and so we like called his family, was just like, hey, um, you know, Jack, he's not like technically a close contact because they didn't spend that much time together, but you know, there's like he's been exposed, and his family was kind of like, oh, you know, like okay, like that's fine, like we'll take the risk, like we want to see you, and we're like, okay, no worries. So we went up to Sydney. He'd done a rat. On the Thursday before we left, that was negative. He'd done one on the Friday morning and then did another one Friday afternoon before we got on the plane and they were all negative. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Sydney, had our weekend, that was fine. Came back Sunday night. Um, he did another at that was negative. Did one Monday morning, that was negative, And then he did one Tuesday and that was positive. Oh my God. And I was just like, oh my God, no. <laughs> and so he called me. I was already at work and I got a call from him and I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, why is he... Yeah why is he calling me? And yeah, I answered, he's usual, like, Hey. Yeah. And I was like, what's up? He's like, so I just did a rat. And I was like, Oh my God, like don't even finish your sentence. Yeah. And like, thank God, like schools are handing rats out to kids. Cause we had so many in our office. So I just mm-hmm. like grabbed one, went and locked myself in a room, yeah. did my rat. That was negative. And then I did two a day, um, for my five days and all of them came back negative. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I just don't know how I avoided it. Cause like we share a bed, like we have a little smooch. Yeah. yeah. Um, you were but together just didn't catch it like
1: yeah the five days of his um like positive like yeah exposure yeah. yeah um so
0: yeah so super whack and he's like fine now he's out um because he tested negative and so he's like oh I'm coming out yeah um but yeah so I just don't know how I didn't get it but it's a blessing because as much as I would love a week off work I can't so really
1: annoying. take a week off work but yeah so, um,
0: like I've had like lots of other things happen over the past two weeks, but that's been like my solid win is I just didn't a, catch that's COVID. A
1: huge win. Huge. Yeah. Huge win. So, yeah. Um. How about yeah, you? Mine's also selfish, um, <laughs> <laughs> in the fact that um, it's it's twofold. Nice. Um, so, we, um, uh, I don't know how people like. Some people think this is as a positive. Some people as a negative. But we're thinking it's a positive because it's just the our circumstances. But we have yep. been given a date when Woo! baby will be here, and um, it's just all very exciting because we can actually do a countdown. And obviously, baby can come before then. But um, yeah, but that's that like the final day. That it's like, that's that's the end. Like that's where it yeah. is. and um, for those who know me well, it has not been an easy. Um, pregnancy, so <laughs> <No>. uh,
0: <laughs> I feel like throw in some wild morning sickness, COVID, <laughs> yeah, just lots of like just, uh, contractions, and
1: like this last last week, I'm like, of course yeah. I'm sick. Like I mean, why? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? Why wouldn't anyway? So um, we're very excited, and we're um, we've only told immediate family the date and the um, the time that we've been given, and to make it still seem exciting for other people rather than like people being yeah like, oh, just waiting for it but a just
0: time. like blink twice if my guess for your baby was
1: correct <laughs> oh, i can't remember what you would tell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll let you know um okay. i'll do some blinking or non-blinking later um <laughs> but yeah so we that's very exciting and because today is the first day that i've actually felt um uh human human but also being pregnant um I had this weird craving for Vietnamese food. So oh, um, yeah. on a Monday, we got takeaway. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so and it was so good. I just want, I really wanted um, rice pepper rolls. And I always yeah. pronounce this for, for whatever is yeah. the right way of doing. It. Apologies to our Vietnamese friends. Um, yeah. And it was delicious. And I was
0: like that. It was so weird. Like last Sunday, I'm not pregnant, but we got off the plane from Sydney. And I was like, oh. I need some noodle soup, Yeah. and we went and got yeah Vietnamese as well. I was like Honestly, this is just what I need after a big weekend.
1: Is I feel like it's just it's a fresh takeaway. Like I don't feel gross afterwards. I don't feel. Yeah. Like, anyway, it was just it was just so nice because I don't think I've really I've had vegetables, but I've really just lived off pasta and toast. Yes. Yeah. Basically, it and juice. Yes. Yeah. Um, for uh, six days, so it was a double win in the fact that yeah nice. we know when it's it's going to end we're going to have baby here. <laughs> and also that I felt well enough to actually have a food craving that I have had, which I don't normally do. I yeah. normally food cravings and I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll just have some chocolate and that will solve <laughs> it. That'll so, cure whatever. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah, pretty
0: happy with that. Yeah, cool. And just for our listeners, don't forget, whenever baby comes, we're going <laughs> to stop recording for a bit. Um, yeah. Obviously, we'll let you know. But just if our episodes stop for more than a week, um, Emma's just got a
1: fresh baby. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and weirdly, because obviously I had a baby before, um, I kind of like I. It's a weird thing, so you know what to expect, but also every every baby's different. Every birth yeah. is different, so you just you just have no idea. So it's like it's weird. Yeah. To have like. I don't want to be cocking and be like, I'll be recording for one week. Yeah. <laughs> just, We're like, just going to see how long this? it takes. Yeah. <laughs> However long
0: it takes is how long it takes. Yeah.
1: This week we are talking about a sexual health check. So um, it's a bit confusing because our previous episode was our 90th, so we talked about ourselves. And <laughs> – <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Classicals. But this is part of a three-part series. So this part is sexual health checks. So basically, in a nutshell, if you're having sex, you need to be checked out. The yeah, the there podcast. we go. Episode um, done. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, so sorry, we're here. <laughs> um, the way that um, we teach it at school is actually kind of like there's different ways of going about it, different ways of teaching it. Um, but I'll tell you a, a activity that we do. Um, oh, okay. It's called Hector the Infector, which obviously, sorry for those called Hector. Um, <laughs> it's just a rhyming situation, and yeah. basically, everybody in the class gets um, a piece of paper um, with a name on it, and the names are just names. They could be male, female, whatever. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, and then um, you um you might have say one says emma but underneath it says hector so you're the infector basically um and basically um you can go talk to four people and hector has to know you have to everybody has to talk to four people and you have to know the um, order in which you speak to these people so um, once you've done that once you've spoken to your four people you've written their names down Um, and then, um, every sits down and then Hector, the infector is revealed. Um, it was Emma and basically Emma will then tell the order of the people that she's infected. Yeah. And, um, what you do is you put Hector's name on the board and then you draw strands out from Hector and the four people that they spoke to. And then you do like a spider web of who those people spoke to after they spoke yeah. to Hector and basically you try and see how many people Hector has infected in a very short me- period of time by only sleeping or having sex with um, four people and yeah. generally um, when people find out they're, they're that they're Hector um, without any prompting they tend to talk to the most popular kids because they know that other people will talk to them so it's, it's actually oh really amusing. I've done it for many years and Um, I've never instructed for Hector to just talk to people that are more likely to talk to other people, but um, it just tends to work out that way. Just how it happens. Oh, weird. It's brilliant. Anyway, so you show on the board how um, it can go from one person to another person, um, six degrees of separation kind of concept. Yeah. And it's a really good visual. um, And you can adjust it by saying um, instead of when you go up to meet someone, you can shake their hand. And yeah. um, you can ask the other person if they want to, um, if they have gloves. And so you can give gloves out to people. So some people wear the gloves, some people don't wear the gloves. So it sort of um, insinuates them wearing condoms. So you can adjust yeah, yeah. the activity depending on what outcome you have. Yeah, want cool. To. So it's a real simple um, activity, but it kind of gives you an idea of how it can happen in real life without obviously. Yeah. Um, getting to nitty-gritty and details. So um, I tried to do that earlier in the piece just to sort of give them a bit of an idea so you can refer back to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Sexual health checks, um, do you know what tests that they do?
0: Um, so I know the kind of one, I probably think the most common one that um, has happened to me is yeah. every time I've gone in for a pap smear, yep. the doctor's been like, while I'm down here, yeah. Shall we just swab for everything else? I was like, well, if you're there, yeah. Go for it. So I feel like that's uh, the most well common well. one I've had, aside from like I feel like, like there's some that you might have to like pee in a cup or something, yeah. and then others are like tested through a blood test. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's yeah. three
1: types. So it's a swab, a blood, or a urine test. Yeah. Um, swab can be of the genitals, anus, mouth, or a sore. Depending on oh. um, what, um, type what of what kind of sore and kind of like where yep. it is maybe yep yep um, so, um, obviously blood um can be, um it can be a prick test or it can actually be a full sample, and yep. urine obviously is just a sample that they can test everything with yep. so, um. Generally, we have um, the main ones that they test for. Um, is the fun, fun ones, which is like gonorrhea, um, yeah, chlamydia, uh, chlamydia, etc. Because they they're quite rife in Australia. Um, yeah, and so, um, they generally do those by swab or urine test, and then yeah. blood's more like your HIV and AIDS situation. So, yeah. um, there's three ways you can get s- tested the best way to go get tested to speak to your doctor there's obviously sexual health clinics around the world depending on what country you live in depends on what's um what they call them and how prevalent they are in the community um i would say if you live in most first world um, countries there's sexual health clinics in all major cities so if you yeah. um want to uh, get tested. You can do it that way. There's also also private companies that um, have paperwork that you can fill out online. You just take it to a um, pathology, which is where you get blood tests oh. done, and yep. and urine and stuff. And they can actually um, they do they the pathology place tests the sample, but actually gets sent to this company. So you don't actually have to talk to a doctor. It's more about uh, making it as easy as possible. To yeah. Yeah. Um, Personally, I think you should be able to talk to a doctor. If you're having sex, you should be able to talk to a doctor about your sexual health. That's kind of my be-all, end-all. I will say that I have had conversations with generally young women at schools where they are looking to get contraceptives and they want me to call on behalf of their parents. And it is very uncomfortable because... I understand why they're doing it because it's they're embarrassed or their parents may have different views yeah um,
0: exactly a different beliefs or something maybe
1: my um my main conversation with them is if you're over a certain age you can book your own doctor's appointment you just need your own medicaid card in australia which you can get once you're turned 16 so um i've not done it there's been lots of conversations of can you help me out and i just sort of guide them.
0: Have you heard of Medicare?
1: <laughs> like, guide them in the yeah. way that they can do it. I
0: feel like that's, like, that's a danger zone for, t- like, you could get in trouble oh, yes. if you did that.
1: Yeah. Especially if, um, parents found out. And so, yeah. um, so you can guide them or coach them to, you know, the wording that they might, yeah, might yeah. want to use, etc. And also, if you go to a bog billing place, it's not going to cost you anything. So, obviously, we're very fortunate in Australia to have these opportunities. And, um, I just think, that if we have these um, options and you are sexually active you should be getting tested yeah so how often do you think you should be getting tested
0: um, my main thing is anytime you have a new sexual partner
1: mm-hmm. um, so if you and are then casually dating and you may yep. have a different partner every week would you get tested every week
0: oh probably not who's got the time yeah um, but I would say if that's the case then potentially every month to two months, I think I would be probably my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, in saying that though, I suppose it also comes down to like potentially how safe you're being, what kind mm-hmm. of contraceptive you're using, might either shorten that or lengthen that out depending on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but if that's the case, then pretty regularly, I think. Yeah. I think
1: um, the um, you just need to be careful about your safety and the risk-taking behavior yeah. that you're doing. And we're not saying that, you know, every single person out there has something. Like, that's not the point we're trying to make. It's more about the risk. So, um, obviously, the risk behavior that you do, the higher risk that you'll have of um, yeah. getting an SDI is basically what we're trying to put forward. And um, so with that, I would say that, if you're with a new partner and you see them being someone who's going to be around for a while and, you know, we can't predict everything. Yeah. Um, I would say that you should have a conversation about you're both being tested and then if they um, are loyal or, you know, you would know you're together, you don't need to get tested again. Yeah, exactly. You've you're with them. Like one and done. Yeah. Um, and also um, – if you're having, I guess, multiple partners or um, that way, I think you just need to be mindful that if you have multiple partners, the people that you may be with also could have multiple partners. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Hector all over. Yeah. So it's really important that, um, I guess you might trust certain people, but they are also trusting other people. So you just need to be yeah mindful of yourself, be selfish in that sense, and look out for inner and which is yeah
0: and by no means are we judging if you are having multiple partners like go nuts it's do however whatever you please but just be safe about it
1: just yes just look look after yourself um because i like we talked about in our first episode of this one if it's a viral sti you have it forever like it's not something that yeah like don't worry guys We'll, Just we'll sort that out cu- for you. A couple of antibiotics. It's it's within your system, so that's why. Yeah, exactly. We talk about that. It's like your shadow. Yeah. So, um, I was telling Grace that I went on a bit of a, a deep dive on pap smears, <laughs> and um, I want to take you on that journey now. Oh, so, excellent! Pap smears um, for those who have not had the experience, had the delight, or if you are a male. Um, a pat smear is basically where they use a um, a what well, i we I'm just not going to use technical, I'm not going to use medical jargon, I'm going to say literally... Tongs, literally. It's, like, it's
0: like they've got a pair of barbecue yeah. tongs and just gone... Yes, and it's
1: yeah. um, plastic generally these days, and they sort of um, extend it so it stays open and they swab your cervix.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that is as uncomfortable as that sentence sounds, like yes. if that sentence hurt your ears
1: then yeah yeah um the good news is um you don't have to have it as often anymore yes so you used to have to have it every three, three i thought it was two years two or two, three years maybe. two or three years i think it depends on yourselves um but now you you can have them every five years which yeah i mean amazing because obviously well. it's not the most enjoyable experience um and basically what they're doing is they're trying to find people precancerous or cancerous cells in the cervix, and um, basically, um, if there's abnormal cells, the best way of wording it, um, then there's other there's other tests that they do. So yeah. generally, once you get it done, um, especially in Australia, sorry, we are being a bit Australia focused because that's obviously <laughs> where we are. That's the, that's what we know. <laughs> that's what we know. Um, they, um, you get a letter in the mail saying. Everything's fine, or they might say, "Yeah, you have some abnormal cells, or we need to do another test, and you go get another test." Um, so, um, generally, HPV um, causes these cells to change. So, HPV is human papilloma virus, and um, this is where we get a bit deep divey. So, I'm not going to yeah, it. okay. again not jargon; it's just more about information about it.
0: Yeah. so that's right. I'm here. Yeah,
1: lay it on so, me. So we talked a bit about it the other day. Um, about the HPV vaccine and um, it's been available in Australia since 2007 for girls Um, and then it was extended to boys in 2013 Um, it was actually designed by um, and created by an Australian, um, a Scottish born Australian um, the University of Canberra and 2006 Australian of the Year Professor Ian Fraser um, so uh, I think it was it was cleared in 2006 and they were working on it in the 90s. So it was not something they were like, hey, we need to fix this. This is how we do it. And then yeah. we did it. It was done. Um, so um, this vaccine that was designed um, by Ian um, yeah. and also another man called um, Dr. Jian Zhu, I believe, um, but he passed away unfortunately so um, that's why Ian gets more of the credit um, yeah so the impact of this vaccine um, uh, to give you an idea of how amazing it is um, since a de- in the decade since its commercial release um, it has been given um, 200 million doses in a- 130 countries to date and holy smokes yeah Um, it has prune protection against two types of um, HPV that causes 70% of cervical cancers and also 90% of genital warts. Wow. So um, it also protects up to 70% of vaginal cancers and 50% of vulva cancers. So it is something that is um, unbelievable in its... um, ability to and
0: it's spread that like amount of people it's reached and what it can do yeah
1: it's really really impressive so um yeah so really really impressed um super thankful that he was able to do this and there is um an australian story about him and he did use some of his own money to actually continue the research um because he wasn't getting enough funding um And so... One thing that,
0: like, blows my mind about people is, like, how smart are people to, like, develop this and, like, the amount of, like, good it's done for all of, like, humankind. Yeah. Like, basically anyone with, like, uterus or cervix now has access to this. Like, it's huge.
1: Unbelievable. So, um, my deep dive basically is saying that even though we still have to have pap smears and they're still vital, like, you need to get them done, get them done. Yeah. Um, is actually really important for your sexual health or to be sexually health checkup is that if you for some reason in your country have not been able to have access to the HPV, I would suggest getting it obviously um, it is probably better for young women but it still protects um, um, everybody Um, Yeah. especially for like genital warts and stuff like that so I just want to make sure that um, Professor Ian Fraser was mentioned, and that I do know yeah, his name. Yeah, I got that shadow. And that, and shout <laughs> out. And that um, just because you have had um, a vaccine, or you've had a Pap smear, or you've had a, a recent sexual health check, does not mean that you should stop. Um, yeah. Looking after yourself as well. Like it's not still, a one and done. Yes. Kind of thing. No, so you should always be looking out for any changes, and also um, if you have any questions, always see your doctor, general practitioner. Yeah. Um, if you're in Australia and you you are nervous about costs, go to a bulk billing place with your Medicare card. It will be free. So. Yeah. Um, you just need to Google it. There's so many bulk billing places. So, that's my sort of summary. Yeah. Of things that we need to look out for so sexual health really important the check is very it's there's three different ways a swab a blood a urine um i would say if you go with someone that you think that you're going to be with for a long time just get the whole shebang just get it done yeah um if you're concerned go to a doctor they're most likely to just do the urine in a swab and then obviously a pap smear needs to be done every five years
0: yeah um one thing that i thought was super important like when i knew that we were doing this topic Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how far we want to go into it. Yes, is I think the responsibility to tell people if you do find out that you do have oh, yeah. some sort of yep. um STI yep. STD STI. STI um thank you um and I think like I don't know if you've seen this TV show on Netflix called Love Sick, it's a couple of years old um but anyway it's about like the main character in the first episode he finds out that he has chlamydia. And then kind of the whole premise, like each episode is him finding an ex-partner or um, someone he has slept with and telling them and letting them know that they should go get checked. And like, it's it's a great TV show, like aside from kind of the message, so highly recommend watching it. Yeah. But I think like within that, like the fact, like to what lengths he goes to, to like tell people, even like it does seem like quite an effort, um, it could be you have to, might have to get on the blower and talk to some people that you don't necessarily want to talk to anymore. But I think it's still so important because like to bring it back to Hector the Infector, Mm -hmm. like just like one person like unknowingly can spread this to so many people. And so I think it is like a huge thing. It's uncomfortable. It's pretty awkward, but it's such an important thing to do that if you find out that you may have potentially infected someone that you really should make sure that you do take the steps to let them know just like, I'd say A, for your own peace of mind and then B, for their health and potentially other people's health who they will unknowingly have potentially spread it to. Yeah. So that was one thing that, like, jumped out in my mind. Of course. I I,
1: I was so, like, in-depth in my little... (laughs) No, no, no. It's all good. Happy to bring something to the pod. Um, So, yeah. So um, there are websites that you can... Um, go to, and basically. Oh, and they do
0: like anonymous messages. Yeah, you just put in the, their yeah.
1: um their mobile number, and they just get a text message being like, "Hey, yeah um someone that you've been with recently has tested positive for. I think it's generally for chlamydia. Um, yeah, and um you need to see you need to get a sexual health check. Basically, is it in a nutshell. Yeah, and um and that um. If you don't feel comfortable telling someone, like, yes, there's obviously a bit of stigma about it and uncomfortableness. But yeah. you, just, you need to think if someone... If someone had, didn't tell you... Didn't tell you how annoyed yeah. you would be, um, which may have actually happened to you because that's maybe why you got it in your first, in your first Yeah, so, exactly, in your, yeah. So, so um, I really think that you just need to be the mature person and just be like I'm doing the right thing
0: yeah and as I said like it's a bit of uncomfort but for a lot of peace of mind and you're helping someone take care of their own
1: physical health and also you and feel better once you've told them like yes it'll be yeah awkward exactly. during the time but afterwards you'll be like I've done the right thing I've done everything I yeah. can do to help those people that I may or may not have infected and yeah.
0: Like it's quite like some like STIs can lead to serious health conditions yes. and like potentially like infertility down the track. So like yeah. if you know, spread the word to anyone who needs to know about the word in
1: which is being spread. Yes, exactly. Total. I totally, yeah. totally agree. Yes. Well, I mean, we've done you it have, again. Yeah, if you, unless you have any <laughs> other um, dot points, I think. no.
0: My only other thing is anytime oh, yeah. I have to go get a pap smear, I always treat myself to something nice afterwards because it's not the worst thing to happen, but it's just like, not great. Ugh. you just feel a bit yeah. like Ugh, after it. So I always like go, I'd like get myself like a nice dinner that night or I might like go buy like something small, like a boost juice or something, but mm-hmm. just a little treat for myself. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend if you don't already, you do the same. I think it's
1: really wise because yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not, um, I think the word that no, they don't want you to use, but is is based, it's invasive. I think it's the way. Yeah. Um, and so I know it's not a nice way of wording it, but I think that's the best descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So if you want to have something to treat yourself with afterwards, yeah, do that. Go for it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. So um our second episode done. We will Woo. leave you with it. And um if you have any questions, again, yes, obviously we can talk to you about it, but please see your doctor. Hey yes, uh, the, other <laughs> Re- the other person.
0: Remember, I'm a maths teacher. Um look, I can help you with Pythagoras, some graphing situations. This really isn't my area of expertise, so please go speak to a doctor. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, Spread the word. Share yeah. us with a friend, a pal, a colleague. I don't know, anyone who wants to hear Emma's dulcet tones this week.
1: <laughs> um, Definitely a few decibels lower this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um Follow us on Instagram at Dunking Biscuits Podcast. And have a great week. And, like, we might see you next week. Emma, are you blinking? No? Who no. knows? <laughs> um, but whenever we won't see you next week, we'll let you know. But yeah. have a great week in the meantime. Okay. Bye. Bye.